Hello and welcome to the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Shattered man this morning, Ross. Um, T20Is have wrapped up for, for the month of October. Um, yeah, shattered man. <laughs> and what okay. a start this it's a good is. Start. I couldn't hear most of what you said then. But um, what I will say oh, is that um, you owe some subs, mate. You just pay up. Okay? Oh, yes, I do. Shit, I do. Let me do that now while we're on air. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it now. Tap, tap, oh, tap, yeah, tap, tap. Nothing could be closet? more important than my $36.25. All right. Uh, a man who said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. And as they say in the classics, bull, pay your fucking subs. Yeah. James <laughs> <laughs> number one Dan Christian fan and our guru, welcome Alex. G'day everyone, and this is the holiest of holy days in the cricket calendar. Full cop washout. <laughs> Yay! Pavilion beers, pavilion cricket all afternoon. I'm pretty fucking pumped, lads. Also, Ross, um, what's your BSB and account yeah, details? I was say, I is it six nine six nine six nine podcast? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, no worries. If you want to send us money, send it to Ross's account. Yeah, yeah BSB sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine and account number sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine. You know, I got a question for you, Gin. Yeah. Um, we're one hundred and five episodes in, yeah. and we still have to pay our own SoundCloud fees. What the fuck are our listeners doing? I know, what about a Patreon? Where's that Patreon getting filled well, I just up? went through our, our books because it was the subs were due. It's when I did yeah. the annual check of the books and I saw that yeah. Chris and Murray's plant farm had given us nothing for the year. What? Yeah. Oh, fast. Don't tell me they're going nothing. into receivership again. Sultans of ah. Sting? Nothing. So I oh. cut them all. Answered Australia? Uh, not, nothing. Red Eye Infinity Hot Water? Nothing. <laughs> Don't these pricks know how sponsorship works? Fucking hell. Oh, I know. So yeah. I've, I've managed to cut down the sponsorship list. So I'll, I'll just go through it now. Mm. Of course, we're in the Frederick Howard Sock Company Studios because they do give us something. And we're, <laughs> yes. running, we're running under our own production company, which makes an absolute mozza. The Tight Ship Productions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> our own banner, our own moniker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parent company, I like to call it. Oh, parent company. Big okay. Lug Enterprises. <laughs> Big Lug Enterprises. <laughs> Trading as the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. <laughs> the umbrella organisation is Big Lug Enterprises, and underneath that sits Tight Ship Productions, and one of its, one of its um, entities is then the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Oh, yes. It's all coming together. And then we have um, some, um, they call them Chinese walls between the two companies. <laughs> Just oh, okay. paper walls. <laughs> oh. Jeez. I thought they were in the Caymans. Someone yeah, moved them again. Bloody hell. Jeez, oh, <laughs> don't give away all our secrets, Mick. <laughs> well, I, every year I send 10% of the socks we get from Frederick Harold yeah. to the Cayman <laughs> Islands just so the government can't tax me. That's it. <laughs> so, and we're brought to you by our broadcast partners for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget our merchandise on Red Yes. Excellent stuff. All right. Um, well, on that note, uh, we put the call out. If you do have, I don't know, just cash lying around at home that you want to wash yep. um, for whatever reason, yeah. we're, we're happy to take it and then give you, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
do that legwork for you. Into and out, into so and out you, of our Cayman Island account. That means yeah, no one can it. trace it. So yeah, that's it. If you happen to be like a standover man or a hitman or something, there's a lot of cash lying yeah. around your house that you just, you know, you'd rather it be in a bank account. Just let us know. I'm sure we can help mm. out. Thief. We take Drop a very, on. very small um, oh. customer service fee that's of it. 95%. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's dodgy money. It's bloody blood money. So, you know, Mate, that's still, to pay that's, those fees. It's still better than having your super with, like, AMP or someone who's ripping you off. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> beep, beep that. Beep that. Industry super fun. That's what you want, Ross. All the unions. Put your hands in a weird shape. Beep, Put your beep hands that. <laughs> all right. financial services industry. Beep all those oh, names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some beep. Can't beep. <laughs> Uh, we look, first of all, at the uh, traditional starting um, position of the Australian International Summer. And by tradition, I mean it happened last year Ooh. and it happened again this year. And that is the Prime Minister's eleven game being the first international oh, yeah. match of the summer. Yes. So through tradition. Yep. And Sri Lanka were the, uh, the visiting team this year. And um, yep. they batted first, they made 131. And it was Fernando with 38, held them together. And uh, interesting to see the co-captains, Pierre Siddle and Dan Christian, got a few wickets between them. But there was really a huge dust-up about uh, who was opening the bowling between them because they both said they should take the first ball. Because so, <laughs> they're both captains, they both get to say that. So they both stood at the top of the mark, marked out their run, did a couple of run-throughs, some a bit of bloody shoving into each other. Hey, what? The biff. What's going on? I'm taking the first ball. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Yes, I think that's the third time you told that, and it's got better each time. Yeah. Uh, so what they did is had a bit of a wrestle at the top of their mark, <laughs> and whoever got the first to three pins, then they got to take the new... Oh, they didn't do rock, paper, scissors? No, no, wrestle. A wrestle. Oh, right. yeah. They tie a belt around their heads. <laughs> oh, belt wrestle, yes. Yeah, I should have used that. That would have been yeah. funnier. Oh, I'm just yeah. excited about well, the holiest of holy days. Next time you tell that story, you could use that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chuck we'll in the belt wrestle next time. Yeah, yeah, so next episode. Yeah. 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 Oh, possibly even later this episode. Yeah. Well, if you, <laughs> stop, <laughs> if you stop talking about the fucking match, I won't have to mention it. <laughs> it's so exciting, though. I'm so well, excited. It is. So, of this holiest of holy days. The yeah, yeah. Episode. Um, Leslie Nielsen opened the batting for the PM's eleven, and <laughs> he made the most. He was man of the match because he made seventy nine or fifty, and no one else made more than thirty. In the PM's eleven, the next highest score was thirteen. So he just Jesus. held everything together. Jesus. But unfortunately, he was out nine for one hundred and twenty three. Um, he went out on the first ball of the nineteenth over, but um, unbelievably, it was. Forward Ahmed with the bat, who got him <laughs> over the line. That is unbelievable. Yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Nine this of seven balls he hit a four. A bat. Yes, you oh. know, a spring. Yeah. That's right. Remember that, Ross? <laughs> Wasn't that the last PM's game that he walked out without the bat? Yeah. Or was it a BBL no. game? I thought it was in Alice Springs. Alice Springs. Oh, Shield match. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Probably the final. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would have been. I don't actually, know if it was. If it was in Alice. Hmm. Did anyone Ooh, see Dan Christian's friend. first ball? Concerning. Nah. No. So he bowls a rank. Like, he just rolls in, lets, lets it go halfway down the pitch. The guy hits it straight to mid wicket for catch. Like, deep mid wicket. <laughs> oh, really? 
Like, he's, he's st- David Wicket standing on the fence with, like, no one within Kui. There wasn't even a fucking crowd next to him. He was that far out on his own. <laughs> and the Shalangan bloke hit it to him and he just caught it chest high straight to him. Yeah. Mate, he, he doesn't lose cricket matches, Dan Christian. Yeah, that's it. you got him over the line here somehow. Uh, a little bit, David. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uh, good. We, we should have really had that discussion on air. Anyway. <laughs> it's got better. It was something... Symmetry. Yeah, Symmetry. Yeah. That's what we call this. Now, Mick, your man well, batted three one. in this match. He got off the Wheat Bix box for a moment and got down to Monica. Uh. He made three. Yeah, did you see how he got bowled? No. Nah. Oh, fuck me. It was like a tail ender. He, like, jumped out of the way and his, and his leg stump went flying out of the fucking ground. If this is a bloke who thinks... If this is a bloke who thinks he should be playing every format for Australia and every game ever fucking created, he's dead set fucking kidding himself. Is Chris Lynn... He, for the other oh, initiated listeners, we're talking about Chris Lynn, right? Yeah. Is Chris Lynn the Joffre Archer of batting? He just he oh, he invented T20 batting. Yeah, 100%. Oh, fucking Yeah. Um, before before Chris Lynn, blokes used to go out in T twenties and just fucking egg cow and just block. Just that's why the old T old T twenties old T twenties was like fifteen beats sixteen and stuff. Oh, 16 beats fifteen and stuff like that. That was on Duckworth Duckworth Lewis fifteen beats sixteen. But um, that's what it was. And then then Chris Lynn goes in and goes, hey boys, how about we bomb fucking sixes and everyone's heads exploded. <laughs> Across the world, heads exploded when Chris Lynn said these magical words when he come down from the mountaintop and he said, how about we bomb sixes? And the game of T20, the game of T20 was changed forever. Actually, what what happened, Mick, he came off the mountaintop, he had two stone tablets and on one it said bomb and the other one it said sixes. (laughs) And he made them six hours with an confused. And then he laid them on the ground in a left to right order and it said sixes bomb. And then he changed it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why the Sydney sixes have always been shit. That's it. Hence the name Midnight Snack. (laughs) <laughs> well, before bloody Chris Lynn made Chris Gale the cricketer he is today, really. Chris Gale was just a plotter, Ed Cowan, you know, uh, eke out the run specialist. And then Chris Lynn came in and said, oh, maybe I could try that. I'm a bit of a big lug. Chris Lynn said, Mon, your name's Chris. Yeah, And then it was, yeah, that was exactly. it. It was just they're like the penny dropped. Yeah, it was an enlightened. The brother's Chris. Yeah. Brother to brother. <laughs> That sort of stuff. Okay. Um, Mick, you seem to be the only one of us who watched that game. So uh, any other particular highlights about a prime minister, maybe? Uh, uh, ScoMo ran drinks at one stage, like he did. I think he did it in the Rugby Sevens as well for Australia. He was there watching. Um, was he running around on the fucking EJ Witten game as well? What the fuck's the cunt doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's trying to. It's this whole like they've, whoever's these PR guys created this whole. We're gonna make you like the sport loving every man because that's what Australia loves. But the problem yeah. is, is that like the libs aren't the most lovable political party at the moment, and um, or probably ever. But um. <laughs> and he's like exactly the most lovable character. Like he looks like if you looked at him, you go, oh, he just looks like some bogan come from Australia. But he just doesn't pull it off properly, so it doesn't work. If this was like Bob Hawke or someone else, the Australian public would be creaming their jeans about him running water out. But no one likes ScoMo, so this shit doesn't work, and it just looks stupid. 
So, and yeah. even even fucking if John Howard did it, it's more believable because you yeah. knew he actually yeah, he loved the yeah, game. He liked yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like he, at least it, well, I don't know if he mm-hmm. did, but it seems like he loves no, sport. Scamo like couldn't give a shit. You can't be a happy but clapper like, but, who likes but we've sport. Got a, I don't you've got to give. You've got to give ScoMo some credit, Buck, because not many people would, apart from Tim Nielsen, no one else in cricket picks Harry Nielsen, and it worked. Yeah. So, <laughs> ScoMo, you know, no matter what you want to say about him politically, when it comes to fucking district cricket and blokes on the fringe, he's got his fucking hand on the pulse. I'll give him that much. I guess for our Pommy listeners, ScoMo is our Boris Johnson. Well, yeah, Scott yeah. Morrison. Yeah. Uh, Bor- our actual Prime Minister. Our prime actual, Minister. Yeah, well, isn't Boris Johnson their actual fucking Prime Minister Bojo. as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Old Bojo, Scone, we call him. Um, he's our Bojo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, what... Okay, and also for our English listeners, um, Boris Johnson did that weird shit where he parasailed in with a helmet on doing shit when <laughs> he was mayor of London or something. Stuck on a zip line. Yeah. So, so, Boris Johnson did that. Scott Morrison shat himself at Ingerdine Mackers in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a plaque out in front of it. After the, the NRL grand final. Yeah. Yes, after the fucking... Canberra fucking... <laughs> Too much twoies went straight through him. Oh, yeah. 97. Shat his pants at Ingerdine Mackers. 97 NRL. Shark. He's a sharky. He's a Cronulla shark. Yes, he's a sharky. We'll save that for our political podcast. Anyway, it's fucking pathetic. Stay away from my game. You're an NRL fucking... <laughs> you already said it. You've already dropped the Emily. So you're oh, okay. Go, yeah. You're an NRL cunt. Yeah. Stay with NRL. <laughs> fucking run water out there. Any Cooper Cronk and fucking Glenn Lazarus. Stay away from Glenn Lazarus. <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> the brick with eyes. You've been waiting 105 episodes to get into brick with eyes reference. From fucking. Yeah. Stay away from Glenn Maxwell and fucking Davey Water. No They're our boys. No wonder Glenn Maxwell's having a break from the game. Oh, no. Scamo's been in here. <laughs> if only Alex, he was a... Uh... Yes, interesting. Concerning <laughs> worrying trend, Ross. Mm. <laughs> a trend. Mm. A worrying trend. Disturbing development. Uh, yes. <laughs> you, you would perhaps be Didn't more in favour of Scamo if he was a lowercase l liberal. Yes, yes, an actual liberal. Yes, yeah. Glad I not a liberal fight. national party. Not a, not a yeah. capital. Yeah, if uh, mm. I'm trying to think of a, uh, don't think too hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a political. It's just the whole list of holy days today. Yeah. Oh, you can't bring me down, bull. No, no, no one can. Yeah, I'm chipper <laughs> in the morning. I'm never been chipper in the morning. Interesting point there, Alex. I took my heels together and leave the house. Yes, mate. I'm seeing strong parallels between the role of the captain in the Prime Minister 11 and perhaps how ScoMo sees his leadership in the future. Do you think we might have co-Prime Ministers in the not-too-distant future? Oh. Consultative style. Yeah. Well, if you have a go, you get a go. So all Buddy Dutton has to do is have a go and then he'll get a go. <laughs> and prime, prime Minister! Yeah. And how anyway, get, how we're not a political podcast. By being better. Say, Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Save it for our political podcast. Yes. Hey, Prime Minister Andy. That's that's what it's called. Yeah. You can find that on Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> all four of us together yeah. screaming at each other about politics. Yeah. What could be better? Uh, all four of us together screaming at each other about cricket. Yeah. 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 Four people who know fuck all about politics. <laughs> talking about those. Two topics. Say, I'm willing to admit I, I take an interest in cricket, but I don't know a lot about it. But then mm. politics, I'm not sure I'm ticking either box on those ones. No. Nah. <laughs> you can be the control group then of that podcast. Uh, 
think we should move just do on. What most, just do what most people do, Ross. Read Twitter. I'm sure Twitter's not telling lies. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, <laughs> get, well, no, that and let's say watch Fox News out of America from my yeah. politics. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, move on now to something way less interesting. The T20 International in Adelaide that kicked us off. Australia mm. won the toss, selected the, the bat, finish 64 off 36. Warner, 100 not out, hit a single off the last ball of the innings. What a prick. Should have gone for six, surely. <laughs> 99 yeah. and out, not 100 not out. Anyway, uh, Glenn oh, Maxwell, 62 yeah. off 28. Going pretty well. Yeah, and um, my yeah, man, um, AJ Turner, one off one. Good on you. Yeah, 100% strike rate, Roscoe. Everyone really? else ran it over 170, but good on you. Yeah. All right, um, <laughs> records were broken there. Rajitha, who took three for, for the against the Prime Minister, and found the main team a little bit harder. Four overs, no maidens, none for 75. Six sixes, seven fours, one no ball. Now, do you reckon... I was listening to this at a car ride back from Barham, as you do. Yep. Do you reckon, and I pose this question to the uh, Brains Trust in that car, do you reckon someone will get hit for 100 runs? Yes. In the T20 at some well, stage? Yeah, I think so. Or do you I reckon they'll so. get taken off after their third over? However, oh. Mick Lewis has retired, so the chances are good. Zampa's still about. It can happen. <laughs> Talking of Zampa, he took three for 14 off four overs, Mick. Yeah, but it's like, but he might as well play fucking Oman or the PNG, mate, the way Sri Lanka are going. So let's not read into it too much. Now, I had a quick look down the lineup for Sri Lanka, and I officially know one player, Malinga. Oh, really? Kusel Pereira? Oh, Kusel Pereira, sorry. Yeah, but he's at MDKJ. He's hiding behind four initials. My bad. Ah, that's right. Yeah. BKG Mendes, I think, has been there for a while, but there's lots of Mendes, and they'll have, you know. Four initials, so mm. it's confusing. Anyway, top score in that innings okay. was 17. They're all out for nine. No, sorry, they're not all out. They got a compulsory closure. Nine for 99 nice. after 20 completed overs. <laughs> that's nice. It's pretty, pretty rare you bat your overs and lose. They're pretty unlucky. That's yeah. spot on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. CC. <laughs> bat your and overs and lose by 130 runs. Down the bottom. And Malinga, <laughs> red ink, 13 off 19, just protecting the average down at number nine. Mitchy start too far. By the way, PJ, uh, what are they called? PJs? Peter Jacksons? Uh, two for 27. There you go. Man yeah. of the match was How Dave Warner. TV umpire mm. Alex, Sean Craig. Yes. Yeah. Golden child of Victorian cricket. Yeah. And the match referee was our man with the mustache, Javagal Srinath. Welcome to now, Australia, Javagal. Did you have some match referee for later, Ross? Hmm. Yes. You oh, keep good. talking like it's important to we, we go over who got two for 70 <laughs> in a game that would take by 130 runs. People want to know. I have some interesting news about match referees. Now, we had the inside scoop, didn't we, Mick? Yes, we did. That um, we had a friend of ours talk to an actual living and breathing match referee of international cricket. And what was said? What was said is it's actually very involved what they do. They have to write reports at the end of the match based on Duckworth Lewis and all this other stuff so that they're on top of it and everything runs smoothly. Mm. So they don't just go out the back, tuck into the buffet and fall asleep for two hours and then come back at the end of the day. So it's pretty involved. 
So they write reports at the end of the match. What do they do during the match? Oh, well, I guess they just write, you know, a few notes. Yeah. Just just like, you know, the um, journalists and stuff, like dot points, you know. Or Davey Water playing straight. You know. <laughs> Duckworth Lewis, uh, no rain, so don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was going to say, when they go play test matches in <laughs> Abu Dhabi, yeah, for instance, yeah. um, also, Duckworth Lewis is not going to come into a No, because it's a test match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> T- test match. Don't have to do anything. Yeah, Duckworth Lewis. Haven't lost any overs because it's fucking hot. It's tea. Smash buffet. Yeah. Uh, after lunch. Yeah, still a test match. Don't have to do anything. Duckworth Lewis. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, one, no one's been All fine. Right, so, no brouhaha's. So Rabada's not playing, so don't have to worry. Yes, Ross. Cool. Yeah, so right. that was cool. better uh, than yeah, me so saying... The second T20 was in Brisbane on Wednesday night, and Billy Stanlake took two for 23. Oh, oh Billy Bilkey. It was Off at least brief. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that was um, Sri Lanka's innings was 117 all out, and Australia knocked it off in 13 overs. Warner, 60 not out of 40, and Steve Smith, 53 not out of 36. Yeah, that was Stevie. a real <laughs> sort of dead-in-the-water game, that one. Then we move on to oh, Melbourne, which was last night at the MCG. And it was, uh, once again, not the best Paul showing Kelly by Sri Lanka. But they did manage to get to 140, yeah. and it was Kasul Pereira, 57, the mainstay. Who's he, Ross? Who's yeah. Kasul Pereira? Never know. heard of him. Two for Only 23 from in this Pat team. Cummins. Finch made 37, Warner 57 not out, and Turner 22 not out right at the end there. Hit a couple of six, bombed a couple of sixes, sorry. Chris Lynn apparently rang him up during the innings and said, mate, just yeah. go out and bomb a couple of sixes late. <laughs> just just send him a text, mate. Send yeah, send tablets. Him, yeah. What's that? Remember what's the tablets. Yeah. And Australia won in well, the 18th then, over. Um, Turner wrote that on his wrist, just had tablets. <laughs> when he went out, he just lifted his glove, little his glove, uh, saw the Velcro tablets. tablets. Ah, that's what I've got to do. Righto. Visualise. Now, tablets. It's, now, it's not like me to speak ill of Aaron Finch, but I do have one oh. thing I'd like to say to Finch here. Yeah. Mate, this team is a rabble, Sri Lanka. They couldn't, eat, they couldn't fucking do anything this shit. I can't think of a really funny <laughs> pun, so I'm just going to say this shit. <laughs> yep. You won the toss and you fucking bowled. Come on, Finchy. Do you have a yeah, buck party or a wedding? You, do you have a wedding you need to go to, mate? So you want to bowl them out quick and fucking knock it over and go. <laughs> like, mate. You've got to get on the piss. You're at the MCG. You're in your home fucking state. You're the biggest fucking stadium that our country builds, no matter how much they keep building these new ones in Perth and demanding all this shit, but they build a stadium half the size of the biggest one we've got because they're fucking dumb. <laughs> Fucking bat, mate. Yeah. Bat, Drive go out there, uh-huh. bomb sixes, smash flat back fours, whatever you want to do, and bat first and put a show on for the lovely people of Victoria who have supported you the whole way yes. through. You do not bowl first when you have a shitty fucking team to play against because it's all about <laughs> making fucking runs. No one cares about exactly. bowlers. Make fucking <laughs> runs. Especially in the T20, Mick. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they wanted to yeah. practice chasing. Boo. Shut up, Ross. Player yeah. of the match, Dave Warner. Player of the series, Dave Warner. <laughs> Guess who got to step onto the field and out of the TV umpire's booth last night? Sean Craig. Sean Craig, golden child of Victorian cricket, yeah. became the home yeah. match. And um, that's what happened. And Finchie ruined it. Yep. Bloody Finchie. That's it. Uh, one, one takeaway from that was um, Glenn Maxwell has stepped away from cricket indefinitely. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It's uh, not, not good. good. He comes back stronger. 
Yes. Um, also, Ross, in that match, I watched a um, fair whack of it. Mm. Uh, Australia were flying early with the bat. Um, ball got belted out to Malinga at mid-on. Mm-hmm. He misjudged, I would say, a fairly easy catch mm. and just had it in the tips of his fingers. It was like some... Oh, Alex style. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, I've got the claw. Oh, Deep yeah. in the claw, I've got, mate. The tips of his fingers, and it was horizontal in the air, and boy, did he land hard. Yeah. And the ball flew oh. out of his hand. <laughs> and they, it was this great shot of him diving and the crowd behind him, all up, and then just all with this sort of comical expression on their face <laughs> and the ball spilled out. <laughs> and now, I want to talk about Malinga's punch. Yeah. It doesn't look real to me. The rest of his body isn't large. It's just his pudge. What do you? He's he's put up the wet finicker on the uh, Melbourne to Hobart, or Sydney to Hobart. The wind's behind him. Put out the finicker chest. He, yeah, it's just his pudge. That's it. It's like ET almost, what? isn't it? Like are you accusing? Alex, are you accusing yeah. of wearing like a fake pregnancy belly? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like that, you know, just to get to know how the wife's feeling. Maybe. <laughs> I'll live my life, I'll live a... Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird freak of nature, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's still got stuff to add into the international uh, scene, I think, too. There's, you know, He's here. It's... Yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. the uh, buttered popcorn looks yeah. still going. <laughs> no one else has taken it up either, so he's got to hand a mantle along, but um, wait and see. <laughs> exactly. He also, he's also, um, he also creates a lot of video footage for up-and-coming umpires to know what a chuckle looks like, so that's good as well. <laughs> yeah, there was a side-on view of one of his balls, and I was like, oh, jeez, that looked pretty damn Mate, Every time, pretty Every time bad. they slow it down, it is so bad. Yeah, side-on too, but then, like, I don't know, like the... Side on probably a bit more damning um, angle is in from yeah, behind. Yeah, people from Sri Lanka get a bit more in ways of you know, throwing <laughs> oh, it. Well, than... that's it. He's probably going to win this game. Like, hasn't for like 10 years. Fucking Mick. As much as we joke about it, he's probably one of the people that has benefited from the rules being changed for Murali because there's yeah. no way he would have been in the old percentage degree thing with his action. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, from what was it, ten to fifteen or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting discussion, but let's talk now about another interesting uh, tate that's occurring at the moment through the media, and it's the Mitch Stark versus Drew Ginn battle royale. Ooh, the gin and tonic. Yes, coming off the so long I'll, run I'll or give you a quick race of my understanding run. and throw it over to you, Alex. Yeah. So Mitch Stark, um, yeah. sorry, Drew Ginn's idea is that you don't always train flat out in the nets. You only go flat out in matches, yeah. or you tend, you know, most of the time you'll train at lower intensity. And Stark reckons he knows what he's doing, and he'll keep training yeah. flat out in the nets when he believes it's appropriate to do so. Right. Mm. So Stark saying, I know my body, stay yep. away from my body. Mm. And the uh, gin tonic and lime saying, oh, hold on, mate. hold your horses. Your bone density doesn't get built up going flat knack, tear ass and coming in off the long run, what you need to do is come in off six or seven steps, send down a military medium. You having a pack of chips there, Ross? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good through the uh, speakers. <laughs> yeah, that's really I was going to say it was keyboard, but yeah, it's one or the other. Just keep doing it, whatever, it's beautiful, mate. It's yeah. just, my ears aren't bleeding. <laughs> Our listeners will love it too, I think. They won't it's hear like it we're back in episode 45 I was going to say, no one will hear it because it's not coming... <laughs> It's not recording on my thing. 
fair enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, military mediums from one of your big peak weapons. Don't train how you're going to play. That's yeah. what I've always thought about practice, yeah. is don't practice how you're going to play. Oh, practice fast. completely differently. Yep. So bat left-handed, I reckon, like Davey mm. Warner should bat left-handed, or just bat with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe just bat with a different bat, you know, bat with no gloves. Mm. That's probably better. Doesn't uh, make any sense to me. No, it's an interesting one because he's an Doesn't Olympic... Dave Warner already bat left-handed? He's an Olympic... Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to say anything, but... Uh, <laughs> he's an Olympic bat yeah. athlete. Fuck. And yeah. Olympians, to me, are, you know, the, the top... Fucking idiots. You know, the Cynical. top oh, sorry. echelon yeah. of athletes. Yeah. So they're not footballers or cricketers who just play a sport. They're athletes. So, you know, maybe I'm splitting here. But, you know, they're, they're competing in events that are... World events in highly competitive areas, so they're not just you know crickets only played by ten countries. And they go to the AIS and things like that. They actually might know about stuff like the bone density and how to train to play and things like. And you know, I know it's different sport. It's an interesting thing. They got rid of Pat Howard, who was rugby union guy, and had his ideas from outside cricket. Now you've got an Olympic rower coming in with his ideas outside cricket. And it's interesting to, to see that are the cricketers being too closed and unwilling to change, or is the stuff that the Olympic rowers bringing irrelevant? I don't know. Mm, it's a good question. It's probably a bit of both. It's a worrying trend. Oh, it's a disturbing development. Mm, it's concerning. All I'll around. say, <laughs> all I will say, is until cricket is played on the fucking Yarra River or the Th- or the Thames in fucking Thames in fucking London. <laughs> Drew Ginn has no fucking... You should have no fucking opinion. We're not fucking rowing, cunt. Fuck off. You should resign. <laughs> you shouldn't even take in the job. What the fuck does going... Huh, huh, fucking rowing have to do with fucking anything else? It, oh, is, it is the most inane, specific fucking sport in the world that has nothing to do with any other fucking sport. It's bullshit. The fact Cricket Australia hide him means someone in Cricket Australia should be sacked. All right, we know Mick's opinion. <laughs> How hard could Rowan be, Mick? You're just sitting on your ass. And someone tells How you what to do. You're going to scream it at you. You've got a title of Give me a cup behind you going, stroke. Stroke. Mate. Stroke. I, I can fucking, mate, I can record this podcast while I rode down the fucking Yarra. It's that fucking easy. Fucking you just sit there and just go, whoop, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yep, fucking no, it's easy. It's also, easy. What, you know what I want to see is Drew Jin riding in a pushy around the ground with a megaphone. That's it. Yeah. That's what they do down the Yarra. Bow. Bow, bow. Bow. Stroke. Stroke. Little less, you stroke, little less, get more, go. Too much intensity. Slow down. <laughs> Fuck off, Drew. Don't play if, how you if, play, slow down. If rowing was such a hard sport to master, they wouldn't have a rowing machine in every dead set gym in fucking Melbourne that people just sit on and go, uh, uh, for 15 minutes and get up and walk off. Piss off, Drew. <laughs> That's it. Chip off, Drew. <laughs> Actually, I'm with you, Ross. He might have good ideas. He might. I don't know. How yeah. are we going to work out if they're good or bad, though? Don't know. You know what they um, do need, Ross? Experiment with the national team? Perhaps not. I don't know. <laughs> uh. But what? That, that's it. Why not put him? But yeah. why not put him in the AIS Just or something and start him with the younger blokes and see if it works? Why chuck him right in the yeah. top and upset yeah, the apple agree. cart of blokes that have been doing it, whatever way they've been doing it? Yes, because it's also anyway. like Mitch Stark. Let's be honest. Mm. He's played fifty odd Test matches. A bit on the outer. 
Um, he's 29 or so. He's only got yeah, two, three years left. So what? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah start a new generation on your new plans and yeah. see how that goes. Ruin a whole generation. Don't ruin Mitch Stark. He's only got about three or four no, years. No, that's left. exactly right. Don't ruin a bloke on the way out. Ruin, ruin the bloke coming the, in. Before they even start. Yeah. Ruin the Riley Meredith of the world. Yeah, I think this is, this is their plan to even us out so England can actually have a chance of getting the urn back. They're going to make us as bad as possible so England feel like they have a chance. <laughs> hey, look at this team. It's full of fucking rowers. We can beat them. Uh, well, it sounds like it, he wants to turn uniquely... us into military mediums. Yeah, is it a uniquely Australian thing to try and make one sport like another sport? Like we try and make mm. AFL like something else, and try to make cricket like rugby union, or I don't know. I don't know if other countries do that. Uh, anyway, I know one country doesn't. It's America. America just go fuck you. We're world champions. We're the best at everything. Fuck off. They just do whatever they want. That's what they actually we're gonna have. It's like fuck it. Our sport's perfect. Fuck off. Can't we're playing. <laughs> Well, I think that's what the Ian Chapels of the world are saying. <laughs> Mike Whitney, oh, it's pretty hard in India. I'll run on concrete 20Ks a day. That seems smart. Somehow I got through it unscathed. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, Grandpa Ian did come out in support of Mitch Stark. Who'd have thunk it? Yes. Yeah. Fairly and, um, aggressively in support too, Mick, unsurprisingly as it, well. How's Mike Whitney going with his running training, Alex? <laughs> Oh, apparently it went well before his Indian tour. Huh. Yes. Run on concrete. What I'll do is jump two metres off the roof of my house onto concrete because it's hard surface over there. <laughs> I'll land on my heels. <laughs> All right. Um, I take now and I note that today is the 2nd of November and it's the 33 minute mark and 23 seconds. Of this episode 105, um, insert stinger here for a segment by David. Whoa! <laughs> we need that klaxon that goes. Been about 50 episodes. Yeah, it's the Sheffield Shield round to Jamie uh, wrap up and Jamie Cox medal votes. Yep. Um... <laughs> So not necessarily a segment that I've actually come up with, but uh, <laughs> certainly one that I've filled yeah, okay. in. Baby steps, yeah. mate. Baby steps. You don't just jump into the deep end, I've mate. I've done some actual preparation of some sorts. And, can um, we get your silver, silver, silver swimming medallion before you can go in the deep end, That's mate? it. Um, and I will uh, take us through the last round, which started on the 18th of October, which seems like a fucking age ago. It is age ago. Um, we've had a round of... Uh, set to sizzle in between, I believe, and a couple of WBBL games. So um, it's been an action-packed caravan of cricket, but uh, the last Shield saw uh, Queensland take on SA, New South Wales took on Tasmania, and WA and Victoria. Uh, we head out west for the first one. Um, Vicks were 341 in their first innings. Harris and Pukowski got a pair of 60s. Uh, short 55, Sam Harper 72, uh, while David Moody and Matthew Kelly, two blokes I haven't heard of, took three wickets each. Um, in reply, the Warriors were 9 for 529, uh, led by a Sean Marsh double hundred, yeah, uh, which will no doubt put him back into test contention. Already been selected, I hear, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's from WA and a mate of Justin Lang. Yeah, they've got, no surprises there. They're still having a about Steve Smith, but Smarsh is in. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Smarsh is going to be captain. They're going to get rid of Payne. 
He's gonna oh, yeah. put the armband on. He'll put the fucking yeah. gloves on too, mate. That's Why not? It. His brother should have put gloves on before he punched the fucking wall. Fifties yeah, um, <laughs> to Stoin, Josh Philippe, and Josh Inglis. Um, Jay Pat, Big Dumb Pato was the best for the Vicks. Got four for 117. Um, <laughs> Victoria, well, if you want to call it a reply, they made 185. Wow. Uh, um, <laughs> And Maxwell was the leading scorer with 57. Uh, Moody, Stoin, and Richardson chimed in for three apiece in that. And then WA needed to chase down nine to win. Uh, they did lose a wicket though, so advantage Victoria. Yeah, um, but then, the momentum yeah, going yeah. into the yeah. next fixture. Uh, we've, we've got them, boys. They're going to get them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there was no further scares, and WA ended up winning that match by nine wickets. Uh, I didn't look at the points, Ross, so that's something you might have to do. Oh, hang on, here we go. Here we go. Um, I got them for you. I got them for you. Decibels. They're very important. Um, yeah. Ooh, Western Australia, 8. Victoria, 1.3. Oh, there we go. 1.3. End in a prime. We head to New South Wales where Tasmania, hey, Tigers, what happened to the votes? Speed Bits Mate, Blues. What, what happened to the votes? I don't know. Oh, votes every... No, votes at the end of the round, yeah. mate. Oh, sorry. Let Can him I... do his segment, Ross. No wonder he never fucking does one. You bloody <laughs> helicopter parody in the whole fucking time. Oh, Jesus, just let the, him go. The format that I set up Let him up spread his that, wigs and fly. Uh, uh, the way I did it, which is obviously the best way, oh, was to cares? do the game and then do the vote straight away. <laughs> and uh, I, I noticed, it? Alex, that um, in both innings, Nick Maddinson made 37. Mm. Oh, good prime. A worrying I trend. I the up here. Prime I number. Over to you, David. So you just did three <laughs> votes. Yeah. Three anyway. people for the whole... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Taz and his advice. That's how they do it at the AFL. Well, with the proud I, I, I swear that's what I thought Ross had done last week. So. Oh, well, you may as well do as, as Ross's best and only way and just come up with the votes now, mate. Off the fly. Um, Taz, New South Wales. Taz batted first, made 268.50s to Dorland and the quarterback, Bo Webster. Hey. Um, Mitchell hey. Stark got... Five for 40 in the first innings. Oh. Uh, New <laughs> he replied with 360. Oh, New South Wales replied with 364. Uh, Smith and Enrique both got hundreds. Yeah, of and course. And Shane Warns man, Riley Meredith, took a almost gin fifer. Five for 98. Ah, so oh, close. So close. So it gets into test contention. <sighs> Tazzy Shithouse reply was 140. Uh, Wade top score with 40. And Stark got another five. Five for 20. Oh, jeez, uh, with temper. New South Wales meant to chase 46, did it losing two wickets. So New South Wales won by eight wickets in the end. Points, Ross? Bull. Uh, points? Bull. Hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. Hit me, Mick. I'll get the go points big. yet for you. No, Ross is getting the points. I'll go after that. New right. South Wales, no, 7.9. Tasmania, yes. 1.3. Umpires, Ooh. Michael Graham Smith was in action. Thank you very much. Hey! Mitch Stark. Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm so just the votes bu- on the fly as I fucked them up, but that's okay. <laughs> so, Bull, is there any is there any um, truth to the rumour that uh, Mitch Stark rode to the ground up through Sydney Harbour? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is actually oh, very good. I think you said, yeah, no. I was thinking push bike, bike for yeah, some reason. Then I read yes. that. Very, good. very good. Well done, mate. Did he have it? Was it a double... Double cocks or a single cocks or whatever oh, well, they call it. What he chooses to do in his spare time is up to him. Next game. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if he's a big enough wanker to have double cocks, but anyway. 
Oh, skull. I was thinking, I fucked up my rowing terminology. Double skull is where you got two paddles, or oars, if you will. Single skull, you only have one. Oh, great. I think think we can start a rowing podcast. I think a few of the Tasmanian players have double skulls. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. That's fucking good. And as you pull back on the oar, you give it a little twist so it goes flat. So you have less wind resistance when you go back. So what happened to the other game, Bull? <laughs> so we've got South Australia versus the land of the Queens, Queensland. Um, <laughs> it was SA Bank first, 2-1. To Tom Cooper, 69, hanging with. Tommy Coops. Uh, man with two chop, first chop. Tom Andrews, 78. Uh, Mick Nessa got Fifer in that. Hey, in was. That was rather more than Lesser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Queensland's reply was uh, 264. Hemphrey got 64. Hemphrey B. Bear. Uh, Bryce Street got 53. Not to be confused with Bryce Court. Uh, Nick Winter. <laughs> Nick Winter, 4 for 81. Wes Agar, also 4, but for considerably less, 30. Now, SA replied with 192. And you'll be happy to note that the top score, Mick, was Chad Sayers, who. Made 42, oh. batting at 10. Maybe he is that good. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he's a bat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the bowling stint for Queensland, Cameron shot out of a Gannon, got 3 for 41. <laughs> and Xavier Kevin Bartlett got 3 for 33. Uh, Queensland needed 150 to win the match and got them, but not without a few sort of uh, rabbit's nose moments. Uh, they ended up losing six wickets, but Manus, oh. Lasagna, the flying, got him over the line with 72 red. Fucking can score a 50. He He's can, almost better yeah. than Buddy Shit Dick Watson. He is, yeah. <laughs> he loves a 50. Um, Steve esque In his defence, he couldn't go any further. Because he'd won the game. So, oh, yeah, but no. Yeah. He would have set it up just so we could get yeah. somewhere between 50 and 100. Nick Winter showed that he was no winnings one day and got four for 37 in the second. Oh, yes. Um, so... Winter is coming. That's <laughs> a Game of Thrones mm-hmm. gag. The <laughs> result, result was a Queensland victory by four. Jogs, no. Um, I've just made the votes up on the fly, Ross, because I thought the um, the... Actual voting period was for the whole round, so I gave. Who three. can you give us the three oh, for the whole round? Yeah, I can. I, I want to know which stack. I see three. what you've done. Right. Yeah. No. So I thought it was no, combine game. all the games and then give yeah. votes, but like every not. sport <laughs> per game. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're here, oh, actually points Ross for that game. Uh, Queensland seven point six, South Australia one point two. All good. Nice. Uh, the votes for that game, I actually thought Nick Winter was best on with his 8 for the game. And then Mick Nisa, uh, sorry, Mick Nisa, uh, two votes, and the Flying Lasagna won, getting the boys out of the oh, line. That's the interesting, because yeah. player of the match was Manus. So there you go. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, for making 72, good on him, yeah. yeah. Low like standards up there, fucking hell. Over. Yeah, very low standards, 72, jeez, fuck. I had that Xavier Bartlett kid bowl to no ball and then went and changed the rules afterwards so it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you actually can overstep now. <laughs> um, the Taz and New South Wales game, three went to Stark, obviously, for his 10. Uh, two to Henriques for his 130 and one to Smith for his 100. Yep. And in the Vic VWA game, Sean Marsh, three. Really? What for? Uh, what did he do? Oh. Controversial. Yeah, no, yeah, fuck all, yeah. And I gave Stoin one Stoin? for his three what? in a couple of 50s. Yeah, so, good. Warnie been paying you off, Bull. Mm. 
Well, when you're an all-rounder and you give you an all-round performance, you deserve a vote. That's what I would have thought. So, yeah. pity you didn't do anything. Oh, I suppose. What was the three? Who would have got the three votes for the entire round? Uh, Stark and then Sean Marsh would have got two, yeah. and Nick Winter would have got uh, one yeah. for his eight. And um, who got two in the South Australia Queensland match again? Sorry, uh, I gave it to Mick Nisa for his Pfeiffer. Oh, Nisa. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just entering them straight into the color computer. I just missed that one. More on Nessa. <laughs> on your Nessa. On your Nessa. Yes. All right. Have a look now at uh, the current round of shield matches. Um, we won't do the votes because they're still in progress. But um, yeah, uh, the Vicks are struggling big time down in Tasmania. They um, they're fucked. They're at eight for two hundred and four. They lead by a hundred and five. Yeah, cool. I declare that's enough. So, on the first day, it was uh, an absolute chair of shit. Trav Dean's in horrendous form, but he came back in because they shuffled. Oh, crab eyes. Yeah, they shuffled Nick Maddinson down the order. Now, that was an interesting one. Dumb. Yep. named in the Australia Race or something. It was opening. Yeah. yeah. So he Maybe made 69, um... chomp chomp, off 68. Five fours and six sixes. And that was he out of fucking belted seven, an amazing innings. Mm. He, he got funky, Ross. He was walking across his crease, flicking them down a fine leg, backing away. He was playing a real twenty twenty type innings because he had big Scott Bolo at the other end, and he, he farmed the strike as well as Virat Kohli does when he's batting with his tail. Oh. You get I think no Madison's, strike, none. I think I think what Madison was doing is he's using his ears to hear what the bowler's really? fingers were doing, so he knew exactly what each ball was going to yeah. do before it came to him. He yeah. could hear the wind rushing faster yeah, over right. the polished side of the ball as he was running in compared with the... <laughs> He's like, sure, okay. Really? Bowling in Ducker here. Yeah. <laughs> really? And he was moving around his crease so much that a couple of wides got called outside off in the really? bloody Sheffield Shield game. Shit. Yeah, the umpire was like, just shaking his, went, sorry, mate, that's oh, outside wow. the line. Has he 226 or what? Mm. A worrying trend, Bull. Mm. When Ross goes quiet, a very worrying trend. It's <laughs> concerning. In, re- in reply, Tassie made oh. 226. Matty Wade, 69. Chomp, Dinner, 4 2. Bruce Tremaine, 4 for 45. Vic, second, <laughs> Trav Dean, 1. But Harrison Hanscom, <laughs> 50s. But uh, yeah, it's not looking good. 206 for 8, only John Holland to come. Three to Jackson Bird. So see what happens there. Um, Jeez, he's in a bit of form. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's been in good form for two years, but um, just can't yeah. get a game. Seems at a high not good enough. Military mediums, mate. Found his level. Yep. Daniel Solway <coughs> yeah. debuted for New South Wales, batting at three. Son of Peter Solway, one of the original Canberra Comets. And it, oh, wow. Um, right. Yeah, he made 129 not out. And they're currently 7 for 274 in New South Wales. That's yeah. east stiff because apparently it's 130 to get into test contention, so that's mm. unlucky. First yeah, New South Wales to make a ton on debut since Curtis Patterson. That's interesting. The spoon! Yeah. Chad Sayers bowled <laughs> pretty well. 6 for 55. He bowled it. He bowled. Like, I know I love slagging him off, but one of the pills he bowled was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. is that the one that bowled. Um... Old mate. Yeah. Went Old straight mate. through the yeah. gate and just took middle peg out of the ground. And it was like a perfect forward defensive two Yeah. 
It was like it was like the ball just like stone. fucking phased through him or something. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> It like, but it's crazy. obviously like Shield, it's just Shield Cricket's his level, and that's fine. Some blokes are VFL players, some blokes are AFL players. He's exactly. a Shield player, he's not a Test player, that's alright. He's the Adam Bentick of uh, international cricket. He's yeah. the Toby we'll Pinwheel. Yeah, he's he's a John Baird. Yeah, John that's good. Um, who else could we say? Yeah. The uh, Jimmy Plunkett. The Gary Ayres. He was a good, actually, he was a good act. The, no, Gary is the coach. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Steve Smith, Gary is. <laughs> Next game, Ross. Yeah, and the third game yeah, nice, is Ross. New South Wales. Wearing Sorry. red. New South Wales. WA versus Queensland. And, um... Cool. Yeah, Fuck I think that man. one starts today. Here's so. a trophy, Ross. Good oh. on Yeah, because they played a... Uh, Marsh Cup the they other day, did. so they're running behind. Yeah. They're a little bit behind. Offset games. Yeah. Uh, mm. In that game, WA are two for two. Oh, Ooh. 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 ring a ding ding yeah. on a knife's edge on the precipice. Could go either way. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking hell, Last round of the Matador Cup. Come happened. on, host. And um, I won't bore you with the details. WA cleaned up um, Victoria in a rain-affected game in Perth. Couldn't believe it. Rain in Perth. But anyway, it happened. Vicks left <laughs> themselves too much of a hole to dig themselves out of. And despite Pierre Hanscom's best efforts, couldn't get there. New South Wales and Tassie played. New South Wales rolled out the test bowling lineup, And uh, about nine or so internationals out of the 11. And Tassie beat them. Yeah. yeah. New South Wales made 247 off 43 overs. They're all bowled out. Riley Meredith got Warner and Smith. Unbelievable. And then it was the old man himself. Have you seen that? Have you seen that Smith bike technique? But it's not good, mate. Yeah. (laughs) It plays across the line. He'll never make it. No, he'll never make it. Old man himself. You can't make it in international cricket without an offside game. I've always said that. Mm. (laughs) Um. The old man himself, George Bailey, has been in a rich vein of form to start the season. He got um, Tassie across the line in that game. Some good batting. Yep, and was supported by others. Yes. Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen others. With great, great second fiddle knock there too. Just knocked him around and got Bales back on strike. Love it. That was fucking good, Ross. Steve others. <laughs> fucking hell. That was, that was excellent, mate. Uh, they, won, they won with five overs to spare. Um... Because surprise packet was not Riley Meredith with his 265, but the top knot himself, Clive Rose, plays. And he got two for 44. Bloody yeah. hell. Jesus. That was... was it Cornrow's version of Clive Rose? Or... <laughs> what version did have, of it? Did he have to send an email out to all of Cricket Tasmania to let him know that payroll was going to be a day late? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is surprising. I'm looking here at um, Google... Sport or whatever, you know, you just Google Rugby World Cup and it just flicks up the things. Yep. So I'm looking at Marsh yeah, Cup, yeah. Marsh One Day Cup and, on Google, and Peter Neville doesn't have a picture. <laughs> Weird. Well, <laughs> yeah. he's played for 100 fucking yeah. years. Nathan Ellis, he took five for in that game. I don't know what he bowls, but he doesn't have a picture. That's fair enough. Never heard of him. Trigger ball. So we've got like Josh Hazelwood, Nathan Lyon, Sean Abbott has a picture from when he's like 19 or something. And George yeah. Bailey has a picture that is, in fact, I think, one of the governors of Van Diemen's Land from 
Yeah, I have seen that. Yes, and it is. I think that's, real. A, that's a bit there, of a... and there it is, and it says sixty-seven off seventy-three, and it was Jordan Silk fifty-nine, not out of sixty-six, who was the others who <laughs> ably supported him. Uh... Yes, got the job done. So good on you. On Google, this is called the Australia One Day Cup. If you're like trying to play along at home, the most recent game yeah. was Queensland WA, and um, it was a firebrand start by Max Bryant, who slayed him 64 off 51. <laughs> and Marnus was 87 off 89. And then they fell in a hole, Queensland, and they finished up 268 all out off the last ball of the 50 overs. Marcus Stoinis was the destroyer, 4 for 50. On your storm. Found his level. Yeah, found his level. Yeah. In reply, <laughs> the Adam despite the best efforts of Smash with 85 and uh, Bancroft with, uh, sorry, Yogi with 72, wasn't enough. And uh, they failed 25 runs short, uh, 242 WA. So that's your update on the Matador Cup. Pretty sure there was another game. Yes, there was. South Australia versus Queensland. Oh, how could I forget this game? This is called now known as the Zampa Match. Two for 66 mm. off 10. And oh, South Australia looked gone for all money. But who stepped up? Adam Zampa and belted... Zabs. Uh, McNeese all around the park in the last over. Uh, six and two fours. And they needed 13 off the last over. Did easy. Didn't even need the yeah, full we quota. Yeah, the They just needed yeah. four balls. So 295 for nine, Queensland. Minus 135 there. And then in reply, it was Cal Ferguson with 91, Alex Carey 79, Jake Lehman 54, not out, and then Zampa's heroics at the end. Got him over the line. Where's Agar? 5 for 69. He's really coming along. Oh, Wesley. Yeah, and mm. also, buddy Young Bull, Mini Bull actually scored runs. I reckon yes. that's the first time he's scored a sizable innings in about fucking three years. Yes, since he was touted. All you see is fucking blobbing 10 from him. Mm. <laughs> fucking <a> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, on that note, we swap over now to Mick for some local cricket. Alrighty, thank you, Roscoe. Yeah, so um, for this episode, I've gone a bit Marty McFly and gone back in the time machine and grabbed a segment from the past to bring forward with me, and we're going to do a bit of local cricket. So um, Make sure you don't start- root your mum back in time, mate, like Marty wow. McFly nearly did. Hey, he didn't root his mum. Fucking calm he down, He nearly mate. did. He got I think close. you... I think you- I think you've been watching the Pornhub parody version, mate. Like, <laughs> like, just, uh, yeah. back, back to the... Well, okay, <laughs> <going>. <laughs> back right, so, the future. Fucking hell. Um, so, we've got, yeah, so uh, <laughs> local cricket. So we're going to start off with our Queensland Premier Cricket, where we uh, check in with the Northern Suburbs District Cricket Club, where um, Nathan McSweeney plays. So Nathan McSweeney was um, batting along, doing all right. He was 101. Of 149 balls in their um, in their second living second um, no sorry in their um, batting run chase, he managed then to go from so he's 101 off 149. He went to 204 off 82. He made his second 100 off 33 balls. Oh, so Jesus yeah, fucking Christ. Yeah. So he um, he went gang he went gangbusters is a nice way to say it. So well done, Nathan McSweeney. I've got a feeling he's played a little bit for Queensland. That name is rel- is um, familiar. So well done to him. Um, we move on to the Main Ridge Cricket Club, where it's a special day for their club stalwart Russell Russell Barker, who managed to play his 300th game for the club. So well done to Russ. And in doing so, he also played in the same eleven he played with his son Alex. 
and his grandson Jack. So well done to uh, well done to Russell. Judging by the photo, Alex only looks like he's about seventeen, and Jack looks like he's about eleven. So something weird's going on at Main Ridge Cricket Club, but that's all right. We'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that alone, and we'll keep playing. Um, from there, we move back, back to, to the future style thing. <laughs> from um, from whatever's going on at Main Ridge, we move back to Victoria. <laughs> and we check in on Victoria Premier Cricket, where um, we check in. We check in on the old club of uh, Tip Madsley, the Campbellwell Magpies, Ooh. and um, we check in on Tip's Facebook friend, Mr. Tony Grace, who um, just recently scored his 350th first eleven game for the oh. Campbellwell clubs. So well done to Tony. So he's Funny been involved Tony. with the he's been involved with the club for 50 years. In that time, he's been the first eleven scorer. He's also the club historian, the My Cricket Administrator, he's the net captain, and he's also the confectionery coordinator, which means he brings lolly snakes. So good on you, Tony. Well done on 350 games wasted. Um, <laughs> Bring, <laughs> brings a lot to the change rooms too, I think. Fuck off, Tony. <laughs> net captain too. What a little illustrious title. Score 350 games. Get out there and fucking play the game, mate. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 50 uh, years. Fuck. Well, 50. Fuck. It's 50 a years of riding a dot with yeah. a circle no. around it, telling the guy, no, it's not a W, yeah. it's a dot with a circle, or one to the wides. This bloke bowler now, he's actually all right. He came from another club, but we managed to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he came from another club. <laughs> all right, uh, okay, six off for 17. Yeah. That's bowler three. Yeah. One for 42. I think Tony. I think Tony's the bloke you've got. Tip Madsley pushed out of the club, so he's done some good down at Campbell. Yeah. Anyway, if Tip if Tip got a year off for doing fuck all, imagine what this bloke's going to get. Oh fuck! Let me get it done. You get a full row of shitters. Gold plated. A full row of shitters. The Tony Grace row. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to go have the Gracie fellas. I'll be back soon. <laughs> The full row. Or, of, this is the Tony Gray full row of shit is plaque. Just on the perpetual trope. <laughs> three cubicles in gilded gold. Better than the fucking Ward Murley trope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather a mini duddy than seven handed trophies. <laughs> uh, alrighty, so from Camberwell we move to Rosebud, to the Rosebud Cricket Club, where oh, Daniel God. Worth. Bowled 25 overs, and in those 25 overs, he took 9 for 38. Oh, that's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nearly, nearly, nearly two and over. Like, You've got to really tighten that up, Daniel. Come on, mate. <laughs> Was the last one a run out, Mick? Um, I don't know. I didn't even bother to look up the scorecard, but for the sake of this podcast, yes, it was. <laughs> I heard the last. I heard the last run out was a diamond duck on the guy's birthday. Fucking, oh. couldn't, you wouldn't fucking read about it. That thing, that type of thing, doesn't happen. That hurts. Yeah. Alrighty. So, lastly, and most definitely not leastly, we're going to touch <laughs> in with a young chap by the name of Harry Di Mattia. So, young Harry. Um, Plays. Uh, he recently made his debut for the Ormond Cricket Club in their second eleven, which is sub district cricket in Melbourne. He made yeah. 140 of 120 balls. Now, why yeah. you go? Okay, nuts. Nah, that's not too bad. We're not really impressed by that. To that, I say, go fuck off. Tons are hard to make. But also, <laughs> young Harry is the ripe age of 14. 
Fuck! Is that even allowed? Yeah. Uh, I think I think must, once you're fourteen, be. you can. Yeah, I think fourteen's the starting point. And you can just vote. to put, you can, yeah. just to give you a little <laughs> bit of an, <laughs> just to give you a little bit of an idea of um, the type of young sportsman Harry is. He also yeah. kicked 128 goals in junior footy this year. Jeez, fucking hell! What is so, he um, <laughs> and he's got long blonde curly hair, so he's bringing the malinga back to cricket as well. So well done, to young Harry. Got it all covered. Has he got a Malinga Pudge? I hope so. Um, at 14, I'd hope not, but I did at 14, so you never know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually um, we played a practice game against Dormund and didn't notice a 14-year-old young fella, so oh. maybe he was playing footy that time. Yeah. But maybe. Kicking his fat. Yeah, so that's local cricket, so well done. Um, yeah. On you, Mick. Way to bring it back, Mick. It's it feels like a, a retro episode. Oh, I've done something, and and you've brought back local cricket. I've been boring. Yeah, so, so it's just <laughs> keeping all the boxes. Ross can't hear us. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Ross can't hear us. That's the most retro yeah. proper, part. Proper back to the future. Just need Leon with the shovel on some cement in the background and fucking all be a bloody mess. Uh, playing all the hits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old alley-oop gang, that yes. one. <laughs> I'm up, smash them in. Alrighty. That's the set-up. Move on now to some Last night I had the pleasure of turning on the television and then remembering that um, Channel 7 don't have uh, international T20 cricket, but up against it they put on, on 7 mate, the WBBL. Melbourne Renegades hey. versus um, Perth Scorchers. Actually, it was a better game than the game in Melbourne. Uh, it rained in Perth again. Another match affected by rain. Perth Scorchers managed to chase down the total in the final over, though, off the very last ball, in fact, thanks to a blazing innings by Meg Lanning, who just slapped boundaries at will in the last few overs. Uh, They needed two to win off two balls, and the second last ball was a dot ball. They needed one to win, and she hit a six. So They needed a lot from not many, and she played fours and sixes and got them there. That was impressive. Very good to watch. Uh, she had tablets written on her yes. wrist. <laughs> the, the only low light was Just to the, someone had, had put Andy Marr on commentary. But anyway, other than that, it was really good. Uh, the nothing name wrong. never yeah. be spoken. There's nothing wrong with Andy Marr. I'm on him. Oh, I yeah. used to be off him. I'm back on him. Oh, yeah, it's because you share a personality. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Both fucking dumbass Carlton supporters. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Accountancy type people, bookish, bookish. That's it, bookish types. I bet he bowls bloody shit leg spin too. Guarantee you he bowls shit leg spin, and really thinks about the art, but he's a shit at it. And looks technically correct when he bats, but makes no runs. Yes, absolutely he does. This is not a self-reflective podcast. The highest elbow of all time, the biggest gate. Ball sneaks under. Somewhere who gets in between bat and pad. All right. Okay, so uh, I'll throw over to you now, Alex, for some pre-game routines. Well, we can sizzle this for the next one if you want. We've hit the hour, but I can go through it. All right, keep it for the next one. That's good. All right, we'll keep a sizzle. A massive sizzle. sizzle. So, yes, if you've got any pre-game routines you want us to read out, send them in this week and Alex will read them out next week. 
Absolutely, I'll go over everyone's pre-game routine because I find it quite interesting. We had a bit of a giggle this week about what we'd like to do before the game because Ross proposed doing the podcast on Saturday mornings and it got <laughs> shot <and laughs> <fucked> <laughs> down <laughs> by the three of us. <laughs> no. Oi, oi, you pull your fucking head in, Ross. Just because you haven't played cricket in a million years. Yeah, it doesn't understand the no, pressure that came into the game. No, yeah. the nerve. Yeah. What you got to do before the game to get you, get yourself up? Yeah. In the right frame of mind. Yeah, I would have thought there's, game of there's, spew grades. nothing could get you more ready for a game of cricket than sitting down talking about cricket for an hour. I thought you would have had a rod like no other if you'd done that for your day. <laughs> Mate, I'm fucking exhausted after this podcast. I know. My rod just goes inside me after this podcast, usually. <laughs> fucking carrying three blokes on me back at time work. <laughs> exhausted. Your shoulders are fucked. I can't even throw a ball. Lifted you. Good on you. flat as a tank like usual. I'm <laughs> <honest. laughs> Yeah, we've delved into junk time. Yeah, Yeah, we've got past an hour, Mark. Right, so the last thing on the rundown is international cricket, and we can't not talk about it because very interesting things have happened. So, Scotland are going to the World T20 World Cup, or whatever it's called now. Scotland are in. Nice. Oman are back. Oh, hi, laddie. Played in the last one. Yeah! Yeah. Yes! One end, though, Alex, unfortunately. Mm. Yes. There you go. Uh, So then, and then the top four, Ireland are in. No surprises there. Nice. Ireland didn't make the final. They are in the third place playoff today. Ooh. Mm. And the Netherlands, sorry, Namibia are also through. They, they're yes. in the third place playoff today. And in the final, it's the Netherlands. And who do you think the Netherlands are playing in the final? PNG. Yes, Mick. Spot on. PNG. So, oh. PNG have a chance to go um, and be the World Cup qualifiers winners, which would jump them ahead of teams such as Ireland, and Scotland, and the Netherlands. So, very impressive. Nice. I'm on them. Other teams in your boys? They're my boys. Were Canada, Jersey, Bermuda, Singapore, Kenya, and the UAE as well as Hong Kong. So interesting. I think the real ones that have come out of the woodwork there to me are PNG. Namibia played in the 2003 World Cup. It's been a long time since. Oman played in the last World T20, but are a very small country. So. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting mix of nations coming from the lower <laughs> tiers of cricket. Mm. Nice one. Mm. Well, it's good, good for the game. My boys, I'm on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if they don't win, they're fucking dead yeah. to me. And so, the best professor <laughs> pointed out in the last well, that's what it's podcast, like PNG have the best hats in international cricket. So. Mm. Oh, my good word, on. they do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. I'm not on them, but good on them. Yeah, and we've... My boys, the Isle of Man, didn't make it through, so Isle of it's, been, it's a worrying trend for them. Well, that brings us to a close, all I right. believe. Yeah. We're on all major yep. social media yep. and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter, at Ben Off Cricket, and next podcast been a fortnight. Until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. See you, See you later. later. See you. Thanks, lads. <laughs>